messages going, I'll pray, I'll pray, I'll pray. So you've got an opportunity to go into a prayer room or if you just want to hang fire here and have a chat around, um, then fine, that'd be good as well. Um, it's been a, to say it's been an interesting time is a bit of an understatement, isn't it? Um, but one of the things that Leah's word brought to us is the importance of grasping the moment and not waiting until this thing is over or not waiting until we can get back. How many times have we heard that? Can't wait for church to get back. And I'm so looking forward to that day. <laughs> but actually, we miss the moment if we're constantly waiting for that day. That day will come and we will be back together, worshiping together. And I'm excited, as excited can be about that. But actually, God's doing stuff now. And he needs our partnership. He needs us to, to partner with him, to align with him at this moment in time. So where you are, whatever you're doing, whatever your foot treads, you bring peace, you bring hope, you bring life, you bring light into the situation. We're carriers of his light because he's the father of lights. So I want to just encourage you, uh, Leah's word, um, to pick up on that and just to go, all right, God, this is an unusual time. Um, I am a bit fed up with it now. But what do you want me to do? What's in this right now for you, God, and for your kingdom? And make the most of every opportunity, the Bible says, doesn't it? It says, always be ready to give an, to give an account for the hope that is within you. And uh, I want us to encourage us to do that. It's not my word. I'm going to rattle on here because I've got literally 10 minutes um, to rush through this stuff here. But I do have a word I want to bring to the to you to church today. Um, I, I should have said we're going live. We're already live. So um, if you haven't switched your camera off too late, um, but never mind, you'll be fine. It's one of the things God's challenging his church is to get out there. Um, we're trying to do it through media, but there is other ways to do that. This it's it's been uh the disciples have been uh in a state um it's 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 the time of ascension isn't it that's what we've just finished and the disciples have been a little bit in, in, in a state of uncertainty even though jesus told them clearly what was going on there was some uncertainty around i mean over 500 people saw jesus after his resurrection but we were left with 120 people in the upper room and it, and it reminded me, it's a little bit like that right now. There's a lot of uncertainty. There's a lot of people asking when church is starting again. And there's a lot of people going, what's going on? Um, God's not surprised by this time, not in any way, shape or form. And we're living in, uh, the, they keep telling us, we're living in unprecedented times. And I do believe that that is true. Um, I think this epidemic has traveled faster because of the era in which we're living and it's traveled all across the world and affected everyone in the world virtually. So here we are in unprecedented times as the disciples were in that upper room, which says to me, there's an opportunity for another Pentecost. It says to me, there's an opportunity for another move of God with signs and wonders and miracles. It says to me <laughs> that we need God's intervention that we need another power explosion of the Holy Spirit, unprecedented, just like it was at Pentecost. And why should it not be? In Acts 1 and 8, which this will have been read hundreds and thousands of times today, but you'll receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. 
and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and throughout the ends of the earth. We've been talking about a global church today, haven't we? We're part of a global church to the ends of the earth. God's intent in the upper room was that this Holy Spirit explosion would be to the ends of the earth. And we have our part to play in it. This Pentecost is like no other Pentecost. I do believe that. Um, and the reason I'm saying that, I've lived through a few Pentecosts, not as many as others, but uh, I understand that this is unprecedented times. I know that if there's ever a time for the power of the Holy Spirit to be released, it's in these days right now that we're living in. Alongside this, I believe that God is releasing angels, angelic hosts, and I'm going to say angel armies. I think we're living in a time where God is setting up his kingdom to advance even further than we've ever seen before. And he's doing that not through the natural process. It's not through a church program extension or, or pattern of behavior that we saw grow the church. It's going to be through signs. It's going to be through wonders. It's going to be through a power explosion of the Holy Spirit. And it's going to be through you and me. It says that angels are being released to assist Christ's heirs. If there's ever a time we need to engage the angelic realm, the armies of heaven, it is right now. What do I mean by engage? I believe God is releasing the armies of heaven for his children, for his ecclesia. Hebrews 1.14, we all know the verse, but I'll read it anyway. It says that all, all, all angels are spirits who serve God and are sent to help those who will receive salvation. Right throughout the Bible, we read of the armies of the angels of heaven. And I believe God has given me a little glimpse into what he's releasing at this moment in time in the heavenly realms. And they're being sent to work with us, to partner with us, to align with us in this day in which we're living. Now, I'm a practical guy, so what does it look like, Alan? <laughs> it is time for alignment in these days. We need to align ourselves with what heaven is releasing, just like they did in the upper room. They waited. They sat patiently. And they aligned themselves until heaven released something for them. Heaven is releasing its host, its angels. And the Lord is saying, Church, Ecclesia, I want you to align with what I'm doing from heaven and align with the workers I'm sending you. You are my heirs. Romans 8, 17 says, for, you are, for we are the children. And if we are the children, then we are heirs, heirs of God, co-heirs with Christ. Acts 2, 1 to 4, again, been read loads today, but I'm going to read it, make no apologies for it. It says this, when the day of Pentecost came. <laughs> wow. What about today? Do we believe we can have a day of Pentecost today? When the day of Pentecost day, they were all together in one place. I could preach on this forever, but I'm not. I'm going to share some words further down. All together is a massive key. They were all together in one place. Suddenly a noise. Something disturbed the atmosphere. 
like the sound of a blowing wind came from heaven and filled the whole house. Right now, God, what about filling our whole houses? Every single one of us where we're sitting right now, right up into our bedrooms, into our conservatories, into our lounges, fill the whole house with a sound that disturbs the airwaves. The airwaves of fear, the airwaves of sickness and disease. The airwaves of uncertainty. Disturb the atmosphere, God. Disturb the airwaves with your sound. And they saw something like flames of fire. I wouldn't promote this too much in your house because it could cause trouble. Um, flames of fire separated and landed on each person. They were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in different languages as the Holy Spirit gave them power to do so. God, God spiritually restored the spiritual language, not just the language, but he restored his governmental authority on that day because he enabled them through power and boldness to preach the gospel. It was restored to his disciples in the upper room. The curse that came at the Tower of Babel was removed on that day. And people began to understand each other again. And people knew if they worked together, we could see this world transformed. The world will see. Here's a big statement. The world will see the deployment of the Ecclesia and the armies of heaven. It's already written in your Bible. If you read it, you'll see. I'm praying that I see it, that we see it, that this is the time. The deployment of the Ecclesia and the deployment of the angels' armies of heaven. Because there's coming a greater day of glory, church where the hearts of the fathers will be turned back to their sons and the sons to their fathers. There's coming a greater day of glory. Heaven and earth need to merge as one to implement his kingdom. In Exodus, the children of Israel, if you remember, they used to have a rememberous feast of Thanksgiving. And that was 50 days after the Passover Moses did. And Moses ended up on Mount Sinai, climbed a mountain to see God. <laughs> climbed a mountain to hear from God. During that time, God gave Moses strategy and he gave him words. We know them as the Ten Commandments. And, and they celebrated that day. They called it the Feast of First Fruits. And they celebrated the provision that God had given and they brought their first fruits back to God. 50 days after Jesus became our Passover lamb on the cross, the Holy Spirit was poured out on 120 people. Holy Spirit came to impart power to be witnesses, to bring boldness, to break yokes, to activate the supernatural gifts. He came to birth the first church, the ecclesia, not a structure or a house of religion. Holy Spirit came to establish apostles and prophets and evangelists and pastors and teachers to equip the saints for works of service. This was much more powerful than what Moses encountered up a mountain. Why? Because the Holy Spirit himself came and indwelled them. The only good news for us is we didn't get the law like Moses got. We got grace upon grace. 
because we no longer live under law, we live under grace. You should be grateful for that. It was not like any other year that they had celebrated. The upper room was not like any other year that they had celebrated. I'll tell you why, because the spirit was poured out himself and poured into mankind. It's a verse I woke up the other morning with in Habakkuk 2.14, and it says this, for the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. You've heard me bang on about this before, but I believe there's a time coming when Jesus will become irresistible, when God will pour out his spirit in such a way when we partner with his angelic hosts and the ecclesia rises up, that Jesus will become so irresistible, you will, you will, you'll need to deliberately not choose him. As the waters cover the sea, it's coming, but it's it's going to require partnership, Holy Spirit to lead us, the angelic army of heavens to work with us, and His ecclesia to rise up, to see the knowledge of the glory of the Lord cover the water, cover the earth as the waters cover the sea, the hosts of heaven that have been deployed to work with the Ecclesia, and this at this time will see the government of God established in our time as we align. Exodus 12, 40 says this, it says, the people of Israel had lived in Egypt for 430 years. On the very day that the four, on the very day of the 430 year, the Lord's divisions, people, left Egypt. This was talking about a large group of people, but it was also talking about the angelic realm that surrounded them. You see, there was no need for the angelic realm to stay when the people of God had left <laughs> because they were assigned to the people of God. Again, the same verse, if you listen to it in, in New Living Translation, it says this, it says, in fact, it was on the last day of the 430 year that they left that all the Lord's forces left the land. The forces of the army of the Lord's were there to see that the people of God were supernaturally cared for, surrounding them, um, taking them out of a place of bondage into a place of prosperity. When the Holy Spirit came with the armies of heaven, Wow. They came with tongues of fire that was over the heads of the people. They came to assist the new ecclesia. They came for the apostles and for the prophets to break out of the other room and begin to preach in boldness to the masses. They came with a new move of God to the earth that was through Holy Spirit's empowerment. It's time for another literal Pentecost church. And again, it will be God that releases his angelic armies in this whole new wave, this new measure that we've never seen before. It will be the ecclesia led by the Holy Spirit that will move in signs and wonders and miracles and will see our world transformed even more than it's been. Pentecost outpouring will be on the thousands upon thousands of churches, not the ones or the twos. His glory, his great glory is coming. 
and his glory will be in, in such a way that there will be realms of his glory that we've never experienced before. I believe that God is releasing, I'm finished with this, but I believe that God is releasing, and, and I say these words carefully, a new apostolic age is being released at this time. Now we've always had apostles, but there's something God is doing around the apostolic age of this time. It will be confirmed by his power to perform signs and miracles and wonders. It will be accompanied with the armies of heaven. Supernatural realm is opening up even more now, I believe, than I've ever seen before. And I think the world is ever going to see. Portals of glory have been seen and enjoyed right across our world. You've only got to look on the internet to see some of this. I believe that a greater level than we've ever seen before is coming to us, church. So just as the early disciples were in the upper room, and they waited, and I'm guessing a little bit like some of us who've been in lockdown, wondering what it's all about. But there's coming a sound. There's coming a sound for our region. There's coming a sound for our nation. And there's coming a sound for the nations. Where people will be awakened to the love of the Father. Where churches will be united as one, speaking with one heart, one mind, and one voice. Where, where the church itself is led totally by Holy Spirit. <laughs> There's coming a time, church, when the harvest is coming. There's coming a time. We'll see it. I believe I'll see it. When the masses will come to Jesus. And we'll not have two billion, but maybe it's four billion. Or six billion. Or is there seven billion now? But Christ's intention is this, that all would be saved and come to a knowledge of Jesus. That's his intention. I want to pray. You don't have to pray this with me, but I'm going to pray that for, the, for the assignments that's coming from heaven in terms of the angelic hosts and the armies of heaven. Can you remember the story of the prophet? And he said to his servant, his servant could only see disaster around him. And he said to his servant, go out and have another look. No, no, it's still bad. Go out and have another look. And then eventually he went out. It was the third time and he went, whoa, I see the armies of heaven. That which he thought was disaster was surrounded by an army from heaven, but he needed eyes to see it. <laughs> Pentecost is the day when we can talk about Holy Spirit. Pentecost is the day when we can begin to believe for something beyond the norm. And that's what I'm bringing to you today. I'm not bringing a word that's rooted in a pattern. I'm saying to you, God wants to pour out his spirit again. And he's going to do so. And he wants you and he wants me to align with what he's doing, come into alignment. So I'm gonna pray. Father, we pray right now that that which you have released from heaven, that which surrounds us that we so often are not aware of or don't even see, 
but are here that we might walk in alignment with what you've got planned. I pray that you'd give us eyes to see. That when we look with the natural and we see and hear news of disaster, we see with the supernatural eyes and we see the hosts of heaven, the armies of the Lord. Help us to believe that when your spirit entered us, that it gave us access to be able to see in an unseen realm. Wow. Help us to believe that where we have become dry, that you said that you'd given us of one spirit to drink. God, I pray that you'd teach us to drink of the Holy Spirit again. Not just to fall, but to overflow. God, I pray for release right now of your Holy Spirit in a Pentecost way. Not just across people who are listening to my voice now, but across our region, across our nation, and across the nations. Father, I pray that there will be a great awakening to the love of the Father, to an understanding that our sins are forgiven, that you've removed our shame, and we have access into your presence. Father, I pray for every single person under my voice today. I speak life into your life right now. I speak the blessing of heaven upon you. I speak angelic visitation. I speak that you begin to dream again with the dreams of heaven. In Jesus' name, amen.